and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and with us today, I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, inspired, activated, connected, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made the connection. Our topic today is celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. And often Martin Luther King Jr. is only thought of for his I Have a Dream speech, which is amazing. But it doesn't honor all that he advocated. He led marches and gave deeply moving speeches calling out recognition of unequal systemic economic issues. And his voice today is as clear or maybe even clearer on the economic disparities. I want to encourage you as you join our show today to be thinking about what are the ways that allies can be called to action, especially as we face an ever-increasing culture war at the heart of our leadership in the presidential race. We need to face how we can be a part of bending towards justice. Hosting with me today is Rick Bernardo. That's me. That's you. I, was I supposed to say something? No, you could just say I, I know my name. You're good. You're good. I just not to brag, and, but and, I know and it. And we have yeah. Gary Hydes, who leads Sounds of Blackness. Good morning, Lori. So joyful having you here today. The feeling is more than mutual. And the music you bring um, is part of that activation, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, sounds of Blackness, thank you. <laughs> it, get, it, it, it calls us to act. Yes. And Scott Harold. Scott Harold, who's making a difference. He is the CEO and founder of Rock the Cause Records, and brings to us so much good music that's about activation as well. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us here this morning. Absolutely. And great stories to tell, and I'm excited to have this time to share. Absolutely. Great stories coming up. Absolutely. So what I'd like to first have us talk a little bit about is that song that we heard that as we came in. Um, Fanny Lou, tell me yes. about... Being sick and tired of being sick and tired. <laughs> well, those are the words, as you correctly say, uh, Lori, of, of the late, great Fannie Lou Hamer. Uh, and most um, notably um, popularized during her speech at the 1964 Democratic National Convention, which was internationally televised. Uh, and she was talking about racism and brutality and inequality. And there she said, uh, once again, famously, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And uh, when George Floyd was murdered five blocks from where Sounds of Blackness rehearsed in the, in the heart of the, the uh, black community in South Minneapolis, um, I'll never forget, uh, we were at the rally because we normally would rehearse that evening, but we called it off and we're at the rally. And a young white teenage girl came up. She was holding her sign, and she recognized me from the group. And she said, hey, Mr. Sounds of Blackness, uh, you guys are one of my favorite groups. Mm -hmm. And she said, I bet you guys are going to do a song about this. She said, do me a favor. Please don't make it a happy song. And I said, young lady, I promise you that will not happen. And I've told this story a million. It's a true story. Mm -hmm. And and no sooner than I said that, the words of Fannie Lou Hamer uh, started ruminating. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm. Wow. And for the, our audience that don't know where that comes from as well in terms of the work that she did in getting people registered to vote. And yes. the work and the challenge and the heartache that we are facing today she faced and made a difference. Yes, she did. Uh, Fannie Lou Hamer went throughout the back roads of, of Mississippi and throughout the South, 
oftentimes by herself, sometimes uh, in, uh, through sundown towns where she wasn't even permitted to be and where there were no lights. and all. She was beaten and assaulted by the police, by the Klan, which frequently were one and the same mm-hmm. at the time, um, and got thousands of people registered uh, to vote on her own. And she was inspired. Yes, she was inspired um, by the, the genesis, uh, really, of the, the uh, most recent um, uh, manifestation of the civil rights movement, and that was by the murder of, of Emmett Till, 14-year-old. And uh, that galvanized and motivated not only um, Fannie Lou Hamer, but really uh, was also part of the impetus that I was blessed to speak with uh, the great Rosa Parks uh, when Sounds of Blackness did the, the tribute or was part of the tribute album to her. And Emmett Till came up. That was part of her inspiration uh, for, for just not giving up her seat that day, uh, thinking of Emmett Till. So Emmett Till is so central to to uh, the the birth of the civil rights movement, at least the most current manifestation of it in the 60s. I love thinking about Rosa Parks sitting there and, and as well having the feeling of I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes, absolutely. I, I hear that in her voice as she goes, no, I'm not going to move. Yes. Done with it. And in case people, you know, some don't know, the Emmett Till story is just one frame in an entire film of absolute brutality. I, I just this just like your night. You wouldn't want to watch even a little bit of this movie because it's like it'd be too hard to take. Mm-hmm. And and that story when it surfaced uh, was just uh, again one frame in in what had been going on anyway. Uh, but but it, but it his, was, yeah. But the wife carried uh, on. Emmett Till's wife. Uh, uh, oh, Emmett Till. No, no, no. His, his mother, mother. His mother. His mother. Because he was a young boy. He was no, only his fourteen. Was his mother made. Sure, people looked at his face looked at what happened. and had the picture yep, of yep. his face. Yes. Good, good point. Yeah. And we had to look at the ugly. And she wasn't going to let us look yeah, away from the right. ugly. Right on. And, and created that overwhelming, this is wrong. Uh, and, the, and, and there were great progress every time we have the opportunity to look at something that's wrong. We do make changes. We made changes after George Floyd, but not soon after that, we get the backlash. Yeah, the backlash. And and it's like we have to learn about the cycles that take place. Horrible George Floyd being murdered here in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. But the world looked and listened and said, no, we can't keep doing this. And commitments were made by corporations were going to make a difference. There was going to be money invested. There was going to be time. There was going to be a recognition that we can't keep doing this. And where are we now? We're at a culture war. Well, it's part of, as we were talking uh, off the air, about the pattern of backlash. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the backlash pattern is not new. It's it's, um, a manifestation of, of white supremacy at its heart. And so even going back to Emancipation, uh, followed by the Reconstruction period, backlash, uh, lynchings, um, black disenfranchisement, um, terrorism. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, we throw that word around, but, you know, it, it started here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, they went to school on us. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately. Even, even Hitler did, mm-hmm. um, sadly enough. Mm-hmm. But so that, that, that 
pattern of backlash is sadly nothing new. And now with the the anti woke, with the anti DEI, mm-hmm. um, it's it's anti-education. alive and well. Education, it's it's alive and well once again. It rides all on the tales of fabrication and lies. Yes, it's just making up stories. Remember Reagan talked about the welfare queens and stuff. It, right. it rides on stuff that's made up and um, fears. Would you say it's true also, Gary, because I I have experienced this in the work that I do, that allies and organizations that work to bring restorative justice to historically marginalized communities, those organizations and those individuals get further marginalized themselves. Absolutely. Because you're helping them marginalize, they marginalize you. Yes, it, it, it's part of the, the backlash pattern and, 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 and consistent with it, sadly enough. Yeah, and you, and you spoke about Emmett Till. You know, down in Glendora, Mississippi, there is the Emmett Till Intrepid Center, which takes place in one of the old cotton gin uh, buildings where, where they believe that was where Till was killed. And the man who runs that museum, his father was one of the men accused of killing Emmett Till, an mm. African-American. They accused him of it, even though he was not guilty of that murder. To this day, they're trying to make that a national historic site. Right. You know, Money Mississippi got the museum as well it should. But for years, they've been fighting in Glendora to say this should be a state park. This should be a national monument. People come down from Washington over and over again, shake hands, promise. Nothing happens. But if you're in the Clarksdale, Mississippi area and you get a chance to go to Glendora to see the Emmett Till Center, I highly recommend it. Yes. Thanks, Scotty. CEO of Rock the Cause, by the way, Scotty Harold. As he's talking, just to remind people. And, and mm. Rock the Cause has um, produced some of the uh, music that we're going to be hearing today. Uh, we Maybe. haven't produced it, but we've supported Maybe. it. Supported it. Here we go. Supported Promotions. It. Promotions. We yes. Promotions. Yes. Promotions, yeah. And facilitated the collaboration of the amazing students yeah. uh, at uh, HSRA, High School for Recording Arts. High School. And we're going to hear that one in the third segment. It's one of my favorite of all favorite songs. In our next um, segment, we're going to be... Uh, Hearing the sounds of blackness, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, no justice, no peace. Song is that from the the request also from the young girl? Uh, actually, that preceded that because that was <coughs> in response to Philando Castile. Okay. Oh, jeez. And, and uh, sounds were blessed to to sing uh, at his his funeral, and it was a great honor. Um, but yeah, that's where Black Lives Matter, and uh, we we saw that the the Black Lives Matter movement needed an anthem. Yes, and so we provided that. Wonderful. Well, we're going to listen as the uh, outro is some more of the sick and tired.
Good morning and welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz and we're talking about ideas that matter. And what we are delving into today is looking at Martin Luther King's holiday coming up and and how we all matter. Black Lives Matter, we all matter. What I find interesting about that song, and then I'll introduce the other folks that are here today, <laughs> but I just had to say something. We had thought, I had thought that that song was after George Floyd because of the breathing, um, I Can't Breathe. Right, Eric Garner. <sighs> and it, and it was like, I, I thought it was about George, but it was almost prescient in terms of having that be a key verse in there even before the George Floyd incident. With us today is Gary Hines, who is with Black, who is with Sounds of Blackness. My co-host is our friend Rick Bernardo. We also have Scotty Harold, CEO of Rock the um, Rock the Cause, that promotes and supports and gives back to causes to support um, getting us activated and motivated for change. And we're really looking at, at also allies and our role. And I know, Rick, you had some thoughts on that as well. I'm trying to be, trying to be an ally, yeah. And when I heard I, – I was just listening to that on – that um, Black Lives Matter, No Justice, No Peace, the name of the song we just heard. And that phrase, you know, we've heard it before. Most people have heard it, not, not everybody, which is why it's good to have a song about it so everybody hears more about it. But the No Justice, No Peace, very often when you first hear it, when I first heard it, it was conceivative as, yeah, unless things are fair, we got things to, to work out, you know, amongst each other. But then I just heard it on the way here today as, you know what, unless there's justice – I don't think I'm going to have peace even in my heart or soul. I'm not going to have, even have it inside of me until I know uh, it's not even just it's going to be got to be a perfect world. Unless I know I'm committed to that path, I'm not going to be at peace. If I am, then if I know I'm doing what I can, I have a strength and a power I didn't know I have. Yes. So and it's on behalf of everybody. And it occurred to me that if you're not on that path, you're not at peace, and you're going to be acting out big time. And I think that's what's happening. We talked about backlash before with a lot of people uh, is they're not at peace, uh, and they're not willing to cop to it, and they're not willing to look at it. And, well, they're, they're not you know. at peace, and they're afraid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and people are making them. You know, we talked about fabrications before. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things being made up to, to say you're going to lose, you're going to lose, you're going to lose. Thank you, Donald Trump. Yeah, the fear. <laughs> you you had some thoughts on that too, Scotty, didn't you? In terms of of the work that you do as well. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's something where, you know, within this work, you know, I, I've seen it from both perspectives. I mean, and I'll be totally fair and say this: I've seen people that identify with conservatism. I've seen people that identify with liberalism, who are in many ways unaware of their own bias. And mm-hmm. and they have a process of fear of change where you can say this is what a community needs. This is really what the community wants to work on. This is the support the community needs. And if it doesn't fit what they think their vision is, then they are fearful of it mm-hmm. and they will push back on you. And, it, and it's based on fear because it's like, okay, we want to help, but we don't want to go too far. We don't want to shake right, things up too right. much. Mm-hmm. And so getting past that fear and being able to say, okay, this is what's the right thing to do by people. This is what the communities really need. And being able to bridge that fear on both all sides of the spectrum. There's so much fear. And, and sometimes it also can come down to just listening. 
Yeah, how, just listen. How, how do we do a better job of listening and not just coming in with an agenda? Yeah, because I think people get fearful because we live in a bubble. And when you prick that bubble and you break that reality that is a non-reality, people freak out. When One of my ethics courses, I had St. Paul police officers, five of them in the class. And I had a lot of other people from the community in the class. There was one conversation we had where one police officer, officer right, like I'm drunk, um, uh, said something about how what the experiences and and about three other students raised their hand they're like i've never i've never heard anything like that before i had this impression of all police officers as this and there was a conversation for the next half hour in that class that was just all about like no we're not looking to blame and i'm not looking to blame anymore i'm looking now i'm looking to listen a little more and that was that was just remarkable that was remarkable it, in making your song Tell me about that process, the one that we just heard. Right. Black Lives Matter. Um, we reached out to uh, the, at the time, the founder uh, and President Alicia Garza, uh, you may know the name, mm -hmm. of the National Black Lives Matter office. And uh, we, as Sounds of Blackness, uh, wanted to give a theme to Black Lives Matter, the movement, because it was uh, the most uh, recent uh, manifestation of the movement. And there have been all these different manifestations over the years, whether it was in the 30s, into the 40s uh, with Marcus Garvey uh, and, and UNIA, the Universal Negro Improvement Association, back to Africa movement, um, whether it was uh, the early civil rights movement, the first manifestation, whether it was going back to, again, reconstruct all these different um, areas of the movement as time moved on. And Black Lives Matter uh, was really, uh, and still is, impactful in that. But music has always been in the vanguard yeah. of the movement. Artists, and, and Scotty and I talk about this all the time, uh, whether it was Harry Belafonte or um, the, the late, great Billie Holiday uh, with Strange Fruit about all the lynchings. Music has always been in the vanguard with conscious artists. And so uh, Sounds of Blackness are and try to be conscious artists, and we wanted Black Lives Matter, the movement, to have an anthem, and hence the recording in the song. Well, as a show, uh, connections, um, I do believe music is the deepest way that we can connect. The it's universal the, language, as it, Stevie Wonder it, says. It's the mm -hmm. deepest way that we can be with each other. And your music brings such power and insight, joy, and action, and call to action. Um, that it's just a real honor to have you today. Oh, and thank you. Energy up and down, back and forth, all around. It's and I want to hear more of mm -hmm. um, Black Lives Matter. In the human family, we, matter. we gave this nation and the world soul and humanity.
Thank you for joining us on Connections Radio Show. We are celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. holiday coming up, but we're celebrating his spirit all year round. Uh, he is a guiding light and uh, a source of inspiration, as is as are the guests and my co-host today. Uh, we have Gary Hines, who leads Sounds of Blackness, Scott Harold, who is the CEO and founder of Rock the Cause Records, and Ricky... Bernardo. Ricky Ricardo Bernardo. <laughs> Sometimes known as Little Ricky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Rick, share with us how we can um, make sure that we connect outside of this radio show with both Sounds of Blackness and Rock the Yeah, Cross. connecting outside of the radio show would be a good life, right? Yes. Soundsofblackness.org is the website to go to. And you can also check on social media, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, look for Sounds of Blackness there too. But the central website, you know, when you first go there, uh, there's wonderful music. So that'll get you rocking right, <laughs> right away. <laughs> but you can click around and there's an about section. There's a lot of videos. There's amazing videos. Anyway, soundsofblackness.org. We were listening to Sounds of Blackness, and we will be continuing to listen to their music. Uh, you were listening to Royalty, which is one of my favorite songs, just all-time favorite songs. That's the name of the song. I, I love it, Royalty. They're, they're Royalty, and, too. Um, <laughs> I, want, I want Scotty to share a little backstory on sure. how that, that was pulled together. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's for, for the listeners out there, you know, in addition to the, the many hats I wear, I, I lead the... Uh, business of music and media program at the high school for recording arts in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I lead our vocational discovery program. It is a true partnership between Rock the Cause Records and HSRA, which you can learn more about at hsra.org. Um, and we prepare young people for media occupations like this. But Gary uh, partners with High School for Recording Arts on a number of initiatives that gives an incredible mentoring to our young people. Recently, he auditioned our, our young people at HSRA to be members of the Sounds of Blackness. Oh. Uh, Sounds of Blackness rehearses at HSRA. And, um, you know, it's really been a beautiful partnership. So this song, Royalty, came about, which really incorporates that idea of, you know, you... You are a valued person. You have valued history. You have valued heritage. You're, you're not a thug. You're a gift from above, you know. And so, you know, Gary may not know the depth of this because, you know, I'm very humble about this work. But one of the first promotional projects we did with High School for Recording Arts students where High School for Recording Arts students learned to service the media, meaning sending out press releases, hand-working music to radio stations, um, you know, under my tutelage and mentoring, was with royalty. Mm. It was one of the very first projects we ever did. And the young people who worked on that project made $15 an hour. <laughs> yeah. And they were able to lift royalty up into and, the and, billboard and, charts. And tell yes. us the success of that. It spent 32 weeks in the top 20 gospel and urban radio charts. Our young people consistently get top 40 airplay for yes. Sounds of Blackness. Yes, and, they and, do. and Gary, you know, Sounds of Blackness supports the young people. They've helped to pay the wages for the young people. They, they have been just a tremendous force. And I can tell you, a lot of projects come in that, that we hand to the kids and say, okay, we're going to work media on this. But when you tell them you got a new Sounds of Blackness project, they are <laughs> amped. They are so excited. Yeah, yeah. They are radically present. Yeah. They are radically <laughs> present, yes. And, present. and the beauty of that work, the beauty of that work that we've done with, with Gary in, in terms of helping, you know, with radio promotion, like, you know, getting you on here today, et cetera, 
You know, the students have gone on to study communications, yes. and they've gone on to be courted by different colleges. In fact, we just recently did a, 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 an interview with WCCO about uh, uh, the, the Voices of Rondo podcast, the youth podcast that we're doing. And WCCO was so impressed with the work of one of our young publicists that they have they said, send us your resume. We're going to help you try to find huh. jobs in the industry. And that's so, what it's about. That's what it's about. To me, yes. that is true reparations, is taking historically marginalized groups of young people, giving them access to the economy. And it's allyship because, it's because yes. we are able to connect with those in power to help make that open up and happen. Absolutely. You know, and Tony Simmons, the executive director of High School for Recording Arts, he's out there listening right now. And it'd be great to have him back and tell you all about we'll this wonderful work. We'll have you back, Tony. Work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and T.C. Ellis, yeah. Yes, yeah. and T.C. too. <laughs> and I can't help but think how Martin Luther King Jr. right now, if he were with us in this room, would be so proud. Would be so happy that the, be work, happy to see the, work, the work that's being done. And Probably with that, is. I'd, I'd love to also um, share uh, a speech, a part of his speech that he made about um, how black is beautiful. And I want to say to everybody under the sound of my voice this afternoon that you are somebody. Don't let anybody make you feel that you are nobody. You are somebody, you have dignity, you have worth. Don't be ashamed of yourself and don't be ashamed of your heritage. Don't be ashamed of your color. Don't be ashamed of your hair. I am black and beautiful and not ashamed to say it. Are awesome. And you are royalty. Yeah. Royalty. Yep, in response. And he's the king. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And royalty was also uh, nominated for an NAACP Image Award. Yes, and uh, lost to uh, Beyonce. So, if you're going to lose, <laughs> that's not too bad. Oh, man. Right. It, just yeah. being in that league of right. competition is not bad. <laughs> got got at beat all. by a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're right. going to get beat. Right, right. <laughs> Beyonce is. Uh, Beyonce has made a difference as well. Yes. She's she's brought heart and she's brought um, joy. And, she does. And, it, and, it, and it's important. In looking at how you came to the high school for recording arts and wanted to create um, royalty, tell me about that process. Well, our good friend that we just mentioned, uh, founder uh, David T.C., as we know him, T.C. Ellis, uh, and I had been having conversations over a, a period of years, actually, uh, even before uh, this came to fruition. Uh, uh, Gary, you know, it sounds, and, and he just already, we got to do something together. We got I said, brother, we, we are, we are. I said, I can feel it. It's going to happen. And then KMOJ um, came up with a, a community uh, grant uh, to, to fund such a collaboration. And I'll never forget at the first meeting uh, that we had with with uh, HSRA and and, and uh, myself representing Sounds and um, the the as soon as they said you know Gary why don't you write a song for this you know for Sounds to sing and, and incorporate the students and so forth uh, immediately uh, the word royalty just started uh, room the same way. Uh, um, Sick and tired, started ruminating. Yeah. Royalty started ruminating. And at the time, uh, the occupant of the White House, which I can never call president. Uh, was, was that was, number was, 45? Yes, was calling <laughs> our youth thugs. Yeah. Okay, so that's where the, the, the line came from. We got a message from above. God himself is saying, you ain't no thug, you're royalty. You're the descendants of kings and queens. Uh, and, and also what was the uh, motivation for that is 
a recent result of, of the redo of the doll test got the same results. The kids were still picking the black doll as the bad doll and the white doll as the good doll. So it's like we need you to know um, your image. And that's all of that went into royalty. And your experience. I know that I get I, I enjoy watching the video because I see you come up a few times <laughs> in terms of you know, ushering them into a room or supporting them into the next segment. Yeah. Uh, the hip hop part, right. the the Jay whole Bree. yeah. It, it, tell me about that experience and doing it with the kids in that video and, and in that in I'm sure it was you know, how many takes and how many different clips that you have. But I'd love to hear about that experience. Certainly, uh, filmed uh, by our, our dear friend. Uh, videographer and an audio engineer and photographer Carl Deemer of Atomic K, uh, also a, a colleague of, of Scotty's, uh, and filmed at, at HSRA and at Sabathney Community Center, the two places that Sounds of Blackness alternately rehearse. And um, me uh, guiding and ushering, uh, Jay Bree is the young man's name, yeah. um, and opening the door for him yeah. was symbolic, you know, and yes. that, was, that was real deliberate um, in terms of the connection with the youth and, and, the, and the direction as well. And and the the gentleness in terms of escorting the elderly black woman across the street. Mm-hmm. There was something quite beautiful in honoring of that too. It's almost the honoring of the whole history and of the whole power of the African American women and and the the honoring of the young to that generation. I thought was beautiful. You're absolutely correct. And and also uh, as as uh, being symbolic goes. So much of the the activism, especially even going back to the right, civil rights movement, since we're focusing on Martin today, um, was youth motivated. The, those were sitting at the lunch cow- yeah. the counters, the sit-ins, uh, the Goodman, Schwerner, and Cheney uh, that high were murdered. High school and college. High school and college. Yeah. Students. They were out there. Yes, yes. And and it's also nice to see the high school students um, that you're working with. Uh, with their podcast, I'll just throw yeah. a, a little <laughs> plug in for that too, <laughs> and and how they're making a difference and what vision they see for the future. Absolutely, you know that is really at the heart of the work that uh, we do at HSRA.org. I mean, you know, through Rock the Cost Records, I mean, I've lived a great life, done a lot of cool stuff. I'm 56 years old, but the the greatest work that you know I've been involved in and that I treasure the most is the work we do with the young people at HSRA. Mm-hmm. Truly, because you know activism. And the things that Gary is talking about, about your image and self-worth and, what the, you know, that vision that Dr. King had. Black and know, beautiful. Black and beautiful. Say aloud, I'm black and I'm proud. James Brown, that is at the heart of the work we do at HSRA. And we, we make a difference in those young people's lives. And I, and I got to say, unless, you know, we were talking about peace and no justice, no peace. Unless you're committed to justice, unless you're committed to future generations, you're going to be missing some power in your life. It's an opportunity. It is a calling. And yes. with that, I want to hear more of royalty. So we're gonna, <laughs> I love this song. Thank you, Lord. And I, I want to hear some more yeah. of it. Uh, in our next, and unfortunately, in our, our next and final segment, we'll be doing um, more on Martin Luther King and a song that the Sounds of Blackness have done for him. Strikes attention, trapped in poverty, generations of injustice and inequality. Ancestors changed the world, and though they came in chains, 
Welcome back as we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. and the holiday coming up and a great way to celebrate. That was Martin Martin. Luther King. That was Martin Luther King. It was just underscoring. And uh, my co-host who was just sharing is Rick Bernardo. We have Gary Hines, who leads Sounds of Blackness. That was the Sounds of Blackness music. And we have Scotty Harold, who is the CEO and founder of Rock the Cause Records. I I loved your music. I also am going to do a pitch pitch for everyone to go to um, the Sounds of Blackness website. And watch the videos too. Soundsofblackness.org. All right. The the, the music <clears throat> is heavenly to listen to. Thank you, Lori. The videos. The video ads are even. amazing, and they take you even to another level of enthusiasm, optimism, joy. And I I want to recommend that if you've enjoyed today, and I hope you have. And I'm sorry if you haven't, but it's a good show. <laughs> our, our, condol- our condolences. This is a good show. If your life is at um, that place. <laughs> uh, think about allyship. Think about what you can do. Think about these songs. Listen to these songs on Martin Luther King's Day. It, it, it's important. And it's important for us to commit to something better. And it's important for us to be good allies, to... Um, to join hands and to make a difference. We've had many periods throughout our history as the United States, and we have gone to the mountaintop and then slipped back. Into the valley. <laughs> and we need to get to the mountaintop again. And we need to be able to move through this very difficult period that we're in. And Martin Luther King was one of the, the rallying calls that pulled us together. And it wasn't just about his dream. It was about telling the economic disparities and the challenges mm-hmm. of that. Uh, I'd like to share uh, a minute of his speech that I think is really important um, that looks at federal subsidies and the challenges of what was shared and what wasn't shared uh, when it came to investing in uh, Americans. I'm tired of marching. Tired of marching for something that should have been mine at first. <laughs> And now we're going to, that was Tired of Marching, which is a great piece as well. But um, what I'd love to have us here is now the federal subsidies. And this is a reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we are coming to get our check. At the very same time that America refused to give the Negro any land, through an act of Congress, our government was giving away millions of acres of land in the West and the Midwest. But not only did they give the land, they built land-grant colleges with government money to teach them how to farm. Not only that, they provided county agents to further their expertise in farming. Not only that, 
They provided low interest rates in order that they could mechanize our farms. Not only that, today many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies. Yeah. And uh, they were not, they were given to the European peasants, as he calls in another speech, but they were not given to the slaves that were brought to America to work. And that injustice, we still need to ring out. We were the recipients here in Minnesota of that land-grant institution. Yeah, we were yes. the recipients of land that was given mainly to white Europeans. Mm -hmm. It's time to figure out how we can do this better. We can do this better. Well, as Sounds of Blackness says in our song, time for reparation. So right. uh, a lot of people leave off the segment that, that I'm so glad that you played where Martin said the next time we come to D.C., we're coming to get our check. <laughs> so you don't have to wonder if, if Martin was for reparations yeah, or not. it was. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to get in because I know you love the song and I think it's important for us to hear You're Gonna Win. Yes, by our own Jamesia Bennett. It, it's powerful. You're going to win. Tell me about that. You're going to win, again, uh, written and produced by our own Jamesia Bennett, and who also directed the, the video. And thank you for that, that uh, endorsement of our videos, uh, which are, of course, on YouTube as well. Um, we needed a, a contemporary and fresh take on uh, Martin's words, Let Freedom Ring, uh, that also was a personal motivation, uh, hashtag you're going to win. So Martin personalized this and, and made it inspirational as well as motivational, and uh, that was at the heart of uh, what Jamesia so brilliantly created. Go to your website. Go to You're Gonna Win, and that's spelled U-R-G-O-N-N-A, win. You're going to win. Yes. And I'd love <laughs> to have that be our inspiration for everyone. We all need to win. We all win when we all win. That's right. <laughs> and and it, it, it brings us joy. It brings us peace in our heart. Um, and it brings us closer to justice. It's another kind of power. It's, 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 a, yes. it's a soul power. Thank yeah. you all yeah. for all of your powerful contributions. And I'd like to end with more of the Martin Luther King song. Thank you all and have a wonderful Martin Luther King Jr. Day and think about ways we can make a difference. I wanna tell you about a man I know who walked among us not long ago. He lived for peace down here below. His name is Martin. He marched and suffered for you and me. He fought and died. Thank you, Martin.